Hi, I'm Flicky Dino, it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories of today's paper on Monday, uh, December the 18th. So, uh, one wicked day will be the big day. Um, anyway, hope everybody had a, a dandy weekend. Um, obviously, the Friday after the Doric Express last week, so it was what the pantomime to Mvruri, and it was uh, uh, very good indeed. Very, uh, some of the bits in it, and um, then I went to Spilet in case you're going to go and see it, but um, either of the characters was a prince for Port Elphinstone, and um, he was <laughs> the best, funniest bit I thought was when um, uh, somebody accused him of being a bit. Uh, uh, dodgy, and he says, he says, he says, so you're accusing me of being a thief, are you? And the boy says, well, you are for Port Elphinstone, so I've got a big laugh, I'll tell you. Anyway, front page of paper today is a uh, calls for £1 billion pot to boost economy across the North East. So the Scottish Government is today being urged to double its just transition fund to £1 billion to help the North East economy prosper. The Aberdeen and Grampian Chamber of Commerce made the demand as Finance Secretary Shona Robinson prepares to deliver her budget at Holyrood Morn. Chief Executive Russell Borthwick said the £50 million uh, just transition cash gained to the region annually over a 10-year period is extremely limited. Uh, in a letter to the Finance Secretary, Mr Borthwick said the Scottish Government should at least double the just transition fund to deliver £1 billion in projects over the 10-year funding period. Well, <laughs> why the Scottish Government... His finances is just now. I think we'll be very lucky to get the uh, uh, only way with that. But um, you know they've got apparently got a one and a half billion pound shortfall. So I kind of see him throwing more money up the northeast. But you know can live in hope. Now here's a Marriott Hotel and Dice signs off after forty three years. So uh, the Marriott Hotel and Dice has closed after forty three years in business. A message on the venue's website states it has closed indefinitely as of this weekend. The hotel opened as a holiday in 1980 at a time when more and more accommodation was needed during the Isle boom. But times have changed since then, with the downturn and the COVID pandemic hammering the local hospitality industry, followed by soaring power costs. Uh, and various rival venues have been built closer to Aberdeen International Airport. It appears that the venue fell into decline in recent years. Uh, a look at the final handful of reviews left on the TripAdvisor website paints a mixed picture. Um, uh, one visitor in this October praised the five out of five staff but expressed disappointment that gym and pool had been closed. However, another critic in September slammed the food resembling utter slop and another this summer said the dice market had gone downhill Immensely. Uh, another unimpressed visitor this year said steak priced at £25, nay including chips, was the sorriest plate of food they had ever witnessed. So, oh well, it's a shame. Um, you know, I've been there a couple of times to different functions and you have family wedding here. And, um, uh, you know, my, uh, my late brother-in-law, he worked here properly and he's uh, a night porter, I think. And... Uh, you know, he's seen us all right for <laughs> sandwiches after hours when we was at a, a do there. So, um, yeah, it was a enough place as far as I could see. But as it says, times have moved on and, um, you know, there's a lot of new ones we get closer to the the exhibition centre and the airport and everything like that. So it's just uh, maybe how it's day. It's a shame.
Nu hier zit jail voor boos voor restaurant. Of a tax fraud. So anybody in Italian restaurant boss has been jailed if they're failing to pay more than £50,000 in taxes. Unbeknown to Masoud Mary's customers, the Italian food served up at the now closed Piccolo and Bonacore Terrace uh, came with a side of tax fraud. An investigation found that between January uh, 30th, 2012, and October 4th, 2015, he charged customers VAT but failed to pass it on to the taxman. Um, so the Monsoud uh, um, Mere, by an elder crescent in Derry, Northern Ireland, previously had been knowingly concerned in the fraudulent evasion of VAT. A sentence had been deferred for background reports, but the 44-year-old has now appeared in the dock in Aberdeen to learn his fate. Defence agent Ian McGregor asked the court to consider an alternative for prison sentence, uh, highlighting that his client was a first offender. He added that the repayment that repayment was not an option at present due to the boy's finances. The solicitor said his role was simply the day-to-day running of the business and serving customers. It has to be accepted he should have been aware VAT was being charged and that the company was not registered properly. With the Sheriff Morag McLaughlin dealt Mary, I am not persuaded that a community disposal is appropriate given the severity of the charge and the amount involved. So she had, she told him he'd be jailed for 58 weeks, backdated to November 28th, when he was first remanded in custody. A hearing in relation to a possible confiscation order was fixed for later this month. Um, so the HMRC said that he was uh, he'd evaded paying £52,254. So, yeah, as the saying goes, there's nothing surer in life than death and taxes and the tax money. Well, pretty much, I was caught up here, but uh, the Grim Reaper, he, I was well. Now, here's a UK first after North Rocket site license. So, uh, a site at the northernmost point of the Shetland Islands has become the UK's first licensed spaceport for vertical rocket launches. Saxa Vord Spaceport in Unst has been licensed by the Civil Aviation Authority, allowing first launches next year if it met safety and environmental requirements. Owned by husband and wife Frank and Debbie Strang, the former RAF base is on a remote peninsula on Unst and will be permitted 30 launches annually. It caters to companies putting satellites into polar sun synchronous orbits. <laughs> if you came for that, you're doing better than me. So far, just under £30 million has been spent to develop the facility, which includes three launch pads and a hangar for assembling rockets. German firms Rocket Factory Augsburg and uh, Helmpulse will carry out the Saxavord launches. Tim Johnson, Director of Space Regulation at the Civil Aviation Folk, said granting Saxavord a license is an era-defining moment for the UK space sector. This marks the beginning of a new chapter for UK space, as rockets may soon launch satellites into orbit from Scotland. So, well, there you go. And I suppose it's been a while high up here, and you get to folk. Um, Maybe the sheep will get a bit of a big egg and, uh, you know, that would be about it, I suppose. But, uh, well, good luck to him. So I've spent, obviously, spent some silver getting out already. And uh, I suppose it's uh, be a, a, quite a good place to uh, launch things into orbit because you're quite near, a, quite near the top of the world up here, I would say. So, well, if I would have thought it, no. But uh, Scotland and... Uh, Shetland and Unst.
being in a space age Maybe. Now here's opponents of the UK's tallest wind firm that say it's nay fair. <clears throat> so a community group fighting plans for the UK's tallest wind farm on Royal Dayside have uh, launched a new campaign, nay fair, to help its cause. The 16 turbine development is proposed for Hellafair near Bunkery and uh, Stroke Turfans. Nearly three quarters of folk that took part in a public consultation last year were either against the project or undecided. Developer RES subsequently changed its plans, scaling the proposed development back for 17 uh, turbines, if it was going to be up to 820 feet tall, to 16 uh, machines of only of either 590 or 656 feet. So still a fair sculpt of things. Objectors have pointed out the turbines will still be 10 times as tall as the Angel of the North statue, and more than three times the height of the Scott Monument in Edinburgh, well, that's a fair hack, because I get a sear neck looking up the top of that now on the Edinburgh. Uh, for further comparisons, they will be higher than six kelpies, uh, balanced on top of each other, and more than twice the height of the Statue of Liberty or Big Ben. So, it's reckoned they will be visible all the way to the Murray Coast. That's fair dad now. Um, so, there's just a pickle of locals um, if, uh, objecting against this, I'll just spoil the whole thing. Um, the wind farm would be in an area with a higher population than similar projects elsewhere in the UK, the group said. So, with Midmar and Tornavine, stuff like that. <laughs> Heavily populated areas like that. So, anyway, I'm, um, I'm pretty sure they're um, kind of fighting a losing battle here because I, I think it says it. It could power a hundred thousand houses, so um, you know that's need to be sniffed at. And uh, you know, it's the, I mean, I've been excited for twenty odd years, and I never felt the need to venture up here. And uh, you know, if I was going to be getting cheap electric off it. I'd be all for it. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. <coughs> the back page paper today is um, well, it's just a uh, Hampton. Heartbreak for Aberdeen. Um, inside is just saying, Don's come up short as Jers grab late victory. So Aberdeen's bid to end a near decade-long trophy drought continues after narrowly losing with 1-0 to Rangers in the Viaplay Cup final at Hamden. The Don's battled hard and held their aim in a blood and guts final but lacked the cutting edge uh, in attack to land the first trophy since the League Cup in 2014. Um... Yes, and it was just, just need to be. They were just, uh, you know, couldn't really get going in attack. I think that was the thing, and never really caused a lot, of, a lot too many problems for Rangers' defence. So, um, you know, I think if they get a goal done, they had made a goal, but too little, too late, maybe. So, anyway, it's um, you know an achievement to get to the final, but you know you have to take your chances and win them when you get there. That's the thing. Never mind, next time hopefully, so come on everybody. No, no, that's me done for the next week, Buckley Shows today's paper on Monday, 18th of December 2023. Um, it wasn't uh, too bad a day, actually, at Pretty still. We had a very mild weekend, although it was a bit breezy. Uh, it was up at uh, Huntley on Saturday with Snorkley Jocks and uh, at, um, no, Huntley on Sunday at LLE and uh, Brigadon on Saturday with Snorkley Jocks. So, uh, busy all weekend. And um, yeah, it was bright bathed days and um, 
quite decent, but saw some guy goss I went with, uh, make sure the gazebo was well anchored down. Um, anyway, thanks for us for listening to this uh, podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, right, room for me, our folk listening to the Doric Express, wherever you might be, and, uh, you know, tell folk to follow us on Spotify. That's the cleverest thing to do. Um, and if I miss an episode, and you can listen to other all episodes if you've, uh, you know, if you've a couple days to shove in, if you have nothing to do. Um, if you could do that, it would just be dandy. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodaloo.